Ais Kacang presents In Conversation, a podcast offering in-depth view into the lives and creative processes of successful entrepreneurs, ambassadors and icons. Hello everyone and welcome to In Conversation with me, Silan Paul. And today I have Tan Sri Azman Hashim, founder and chairman of Mbank Group. Education is the most important asset that one can have. Do you see now in the current generation that education is still as important as before or is also the soft skills that comes with it, uh, especially with all these uh, digital and technology disruptions happening? Well, uh, everything is education. Even the soft skill, even the AI always requires education. Mm-hmm. So education is important. And, I, and unfortunately, I think uh, in Malaysia today, the private sector education is very strong, I think. Okay. Mm, private universities, private colleges. But on the government side, we need very basic reforms. Like, unfortunately, the government knows what to do. Uh-huh. Even 10 years before, even like earlier. They know the issues, they know the problems, they know the solutions. But politically, we have found it difficult to change. I hope the new government can do something. Like, you know? But it's not easy. It's a bit tough. One. And of course, because of the delay, this has been delayed for a decade or more. Mm-hmm. A lot of damage has been done to reverse. Not easy. You need it, to persevere. You need to have that tenacity to basically change. That, but yeah. you got to, for example, you got to reform the teachers as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's no good just having a new program and the teachers cannot do it. For example, English. Yeah, there are enough English teachers, you know, to teach these things to start with. You know? Reforms is going to be very, very challenging, isn't it, Tansri? Yeah, I think it's easy to say, mm. but uh, even some political parties wanted to reform, they couldn't. They yeah. should have, but they couldn't, and then the result, you know, because the structure, the culture. Resistance, mm-hmm. the effect of, uh, for example, our weakness in English language can be seen today. To correct that will take some effort in the system, the teachers and all so on. I remember, you know, not so long ago, when we go to international conferences, mm-hmm. uh, we used to be the one to speak up in English, of course. And uh, our colleagues from uh, Indonesia and uh, Thailand and Vietnam, you know, because we have common interests, they normally ask us to speak for them, you know, represent their views. Because we can speak. Today, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. I think many of our reps keep quiet, very shy to speak. And the others, the Thais, and the, they can speak so well. Yeah. What has happened? They have gone ahead. We have gone backwards. This is sad, like, you know. And also another example, foreign ministry, where you really need to know languages, at least English lah. International language. I've come to experience where some senior people in the overseas, lah, mm-hmm. some of the embassies, uh, cannot speak proper English. That means, uh, in terms of the government service, even the foreign service have difficulty in getting enough uh, good foreign English speakers. What about the other departments? You know? So, and this is getting worse, I suppose, yep. because you find the senior civil servants uh, coming up. Many of them are not proficient so you have then you may have resistance then you know <laughs> yeah because they're holding senior post you may have resistance in the carrying a reform program perhaps I don't know I'm not a thing but, but <laughs> well this is really nice because it's bringing me to the next question like what do you feel about the future of of the country so it's clear that we need to change the education for the future of the country that's one clear thing that Tansri you've been emphasizing from just now but apart from education what do you think we need as a country to really compete globally 
It's still based on education, you know. You can have whatever plans you have, but if they have, you know, educated people to do the job, how do you get there? I think it was still basically from there, like you know? everything emanates from there. From there, then you acquire all the skills that you need, mm-hmm. all the competitive skills. Okay, one element probably is that we need to have our people to be competitive, like, you know. Sometimes I notice that among some young people, they take the easy way out. You look at university subjects, ah. Huh? Or degrees, whatever it is. Normally, the more difficult one. Uh, some people they don't want to go there. They want to take easy courses, maybe uh, Islamic studies or something else, you know. But the more technically difficult one, more reluctant. And they look at uh, uh, how many failures are there. <laughs> more failures, <laughs> I don't want to go there. No, I think we have to be more competitive. And uh, this is not just competing with ourselves, you know, Malaysians. Nowadays, the world is borderless. Mm-hmm. Borderless, more and more borderless people coming in, coming out. You have to compete with the world. You have to compete with the world, and that's the mindset for the future. Particularly with the internet, you know, with the technology, you have to compete with the world, and uh, that should be the mindset. Not just competing. I say, don't become a village champion, yeah, lah. Jago kampung. Ah, mm-hmm. jago kampung, village champion. Ah, very good there. So it has to be better than that. Thank you, Tansri. So in summary. Education is key. It's the fundamental. It's the pillar, and then we need to really compete, be competitive. That enables you to compete. Yeah, basically, knowledge allows us to to compete at a higher level. We're going for a short break now, Tansri. We'll be right back. This is in conversation with Tansri Azman Hashim. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to In Conversation with Tansri Azman Hashim, founder and chairman of M Bank Group. Well, Tansri, we are coming to our end of our In Conversation, which has been very fruitful for me, and I'm sure those who are listening to the podcast will also be learning a lot of things from you, knowing you better, uh, the kind of things you do and such. Um, maybe you want to end it with what you wish for the country. That's one, and uh, what you wish for the young generation. Well, I think the country. First of all, we want uh, peace and harmony. Like, you know, mm. I think that's very important. Peace and harmony among the population. Of course, number two, when you have peace and harmony, that result in a success in our economy and our country development. Mm-hmm. Because when you have people happy, then they work well, work together. There's no crisis. There's no interruptions. You know, so peace and harmony comes first, uh, and then your economy. You focus on that alone, and you leave this harmony behind. That harmony, this harmony, can wreck the economy. Can wreck the economy, easy. So I think we have to work at how to get the communities together. We have seen a change, you know, from what it was before. Mm-hmm. During my time, you know, I used to nothing about going into my the public, go to my friend's house, you know. Have the public cakes, nothing at all. There's no thought about anything, yeah. mixture. But nowadays, now there's some extremists, you know, who talk about uh, you know having to do this, do that, eat this, eat that, listen to this. Oh, it's so probably the religious leaders should have a more stronger stand on that, and they should be more moderate, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes now I see competitiveness amongst the 
some of the coming up with their own rules and laws <laughs> can be very restrictive, you know. I mean, we are in a modern world. Even Saudi Arabia trying to change now, you know. Yeah, Allowing women yeah. to watch games and all that. Yeah, driving for women, which was a no-no yeah, before. Yeah, but far was stricter than us, like, yeah, you know, but yeah. they are changing. I can truly relate to that, Tansri, because when I was growing up also, just like how you said, I was celebrating a Raya in my friend's house and such. And I think by growing up together with different races, I ended up becoming more respectful of everybody's culture and it makes us uh, appreciate each other better. Yeah, of course, you understand that. You know, my, like Dipavali, you know, my friends, one of them uh, in Santul, living in a shop house, you know, a father running a shop downstairs, living upstairs. I went to the house, they invited me, I went around. You know, then you can appreciate that. These yeah. are the people, these are the, how they live. And of course, these friends of mine uh, are still my friends today. Mm. By the way, <laughs> really the friends good. that you make yeah. in school uh, of course I not used to organize annual reunions uh, mm-hmm. for my class you know. by the way I'm also patron of the Old Boys Association of Mambia Santula and wow. I've contributed a couple of buildings there that's really nice Always that's one thing I've realized uh, throughout this whole interview Tantri it's about uh, once you are already successful and such how can you actually give back whether it's small, big, it doesn't matter. But as long as we do, that will help the rest to move forward. Yeah, so at my school, you know, very small. Over the years, I've done for them, you know. I changed their electrical wiring, mm. build up their padang in front. Now, I adopted their buildings, you know. Build a new building for them. I've done all that. And uh, because I appreciate what I've... Without the school, I would not be where I am today, right? True. And I can remember... All my good teachers, what they did, how they inspire you. This is the other thing about teachers. They have to be dedicated and passionate about what they're doing. Don't think of them as, oh, I'm a teacher. You're the teacher. is a great, noble profession, you know, because you can affect the lives of all these young people. You're going to build their mind. These are the future leaders, yeah. the future, whatever they are in the future. And they remember you, you know. And if the teachers can inspire these people enough... Inspire them just to learn, want to learn, want mm. to learn English, mm. want to learn enough, you know, they're on their way. Can I give you one example of my, yes, what yes, happened yes. to me uh, in my school? We were a young, very small school, and I was the first batch to sit for this Swamp 5 Senior Cambridge exam. Mm-hmm. Imagine, even the teachers don't know how we're going to come out, you know, because it's the first time we're going to sit for this Cambridge exam. Our English at that time, from four, one more year to go, was pretty poor, like, you know. <laughs> Uh, those days you fail English, you fail the whole exam. Luckily, we had this, uh, we are a mission school, Methodist. We had a uh, missionary teacher from the US just come in. You know, <laughs> six foot two, Richard Babcock, his name. We were so fortunate. He was a great teacher. I thought he was, what, 50 years old. Uh, he's so big. Mm-hmm. Actually, he was only in his 20s, you know. Wow. Uh, so he was very passionate about his teaching. He was a bachelor, of course. But he had a problem teaching history because uh, he was learning American history in an English textbook. Okay. <laughs> All his heroes were traitors. <laughs> All his heroes were traitors. But he had to teach it that way. Yeah. Anyway, he taught us the history and also English language. I remember uh, what he did for me, like, you know. He might not know it, but during essays, uh, he corrected one of my essays. Like. Mm. I was writing about uh, Malay wedding, Kong Baru, like, you know. Descriptive, like, you know. Wow. He put a comment down there only. You write like Ernest Hemingway. Wow. No, I don't know who Ernest Hemingway was. You know. <laughs> who was this fellow? Anyway, I went to the USIS library. At uh-huh. that time, only that's, that's the one available. 
USI Library, United States Information Service. Uh, went there and look about uh, his books, lah. Yeah. Ernest Hemingway, mm. and I read all his books. Some very sexy one, mm. for whom the bell tolls, for example, lah, about the Spanish War. So very interesting <laughs> also. But reading all this uh, improved my English, you know. So that's that what, inspiration. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, that all he did was uh, write the one line, uh, enough to set me off, wanting to read all his books and wanting to improve my English. Mm-hmm. That's it. Inspire you, you know. So it's great, lah. Until today, of course, I remember him. Yeah, you know, I talk about him because uh, that's what he did. So teachers should be like that, passionate, try to inspire the children, students, to want to study, to want to learn, to want to know. That's it. Once you get them into that mindset, nah, they are on their way. You know? Yeah, on their way, and they can learn on their own. And you know, to me, that's why I say the teachers, like my mother's teacher, I always consider teachers is a noble profession. You know, it's not about making money, yeah. but making. Leaders giving people, people. You know, yeah. and you're able to do it because you're face to face. You know, you're you're face to face with them. You have got that advantage, so don't um, mess it up, like you know. Yeah. What about your message to the younger generation who's listening to our podcast now, Tanjri? Well, wherever you are, wherever you are, you know, you try to achieve what you want to achieve. If you really love something you like, pursue that. I think you pursue what you like. Your passion is a much easier path to travel. And don't just think about money at the end of it. Uh, do whatever you want to do, what you like, the best you can do. I think you'll have a very good life, and all the benefits will be uh, byproducts of what you do. Mm. Very strong advice from Tansri. That's a spot-on message to our youth, Tansri. Thank you for that. Okay, we are coming towards the end of this episode, Tansri, and we are very curious what you're going to speak to us about on the next episode. Um, I think we're going to focus on how you see yourself in the next five years. Catch our next episode in www.icekacang.com.my, and you can have our podcast in your smartphone by downloading our app in Google Store or App Store.